Welcome to the Lose Weight, Live Life podcast. If you're someone who would do anything to lose weight, yet finds it impossible to stick to a diet, to eat less, or just what you think you should, this podcast is for you. I am your host, certified life and weight mindset coach, Claire McKenzie. Listen in to learn how to stop overeating, lose weight for the last time, and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love, all without diet deprivation and self-sabotage. Hi everyone and a very warm welcome to episode number 89. So I'm recording this podcast on the 1st of June, the day before the Platinum Jubilee celebrations begin here in the UK. I had contemplated talking to you about special occasion eating, but then realised I already talked about that on podcast episode number 35, which is called Special Occasions and Getting What You Want. So if you're wondering how to approach a special occasion, or if you're listening to this episode early on Friday, June the 3rd, and you've maybe some special events happening over the weekend, do go check out the episode now and put together a plan that will help you show up as the person who has the relationship with food that you desire this weekend. But today I'm talking to you about thought upgrades. Your thoughts are the primary reason that you have the relationship with food that you have. And the relationship with food that you have is the primary reason that you are the weight or the clothes size that you are. And yes, there are lots of other factors to consider. Your age, your lifestyle, medical conditions that impact hormones, that impact weight loss, genetics, all the things. But none of these are the primary reason why you aren't the weight that you want to be. The primary reason is a relationship you have with food and the primary determinant of the relationship you have with food are the thoughts that you think about food, about yourself and about your life. And this month in the Lose Weight Live Life Academy, we are doing daily work to help you identify thoughts that may be hindering your weight loss and helping you to upgrade those thoughts to ones that will help you. But even if you're not in the academy, you can do this work too. Listen to this podcast with a journal and notebook in hand and pause it to take notes and think about something that you can take away from the examples that I give by thinking on purpose. How does this apply to me? Where in my life am I doing something analogous to this? Many of your podcast listeners, many of you podcast listeners, tell me how you notice brilliant mindset shifts that help you to lose weight just from listening to this podcast. And that is brilliant. And I want you to know that you will get even more traction if you apply what you learn on these podcasts by taking action. And the first step to taking action is often to get what you learn out of your head and down on paper so that you can examine it from a totally different and new perspective. And so today, whether you are in the Lose Weight Live Life Academy or not, I want you to consider four things to do with your thoughts. And they are, number one is the awareness that you have of them. So I want you to consider the awareness that you have of your thinking. And I'm going to give you some examples and we're going to talk through these four steps. Number two is the understanding and truly seeing them for what they are. Number three is then upgrading your thinking. And number four is seeing the effects of those upgraded thoughts and acknowledging and appreciating yourself for doing the work. And what we're going to do is apply this process to some common thought patterns that I see come up with members of the Lose Weight Live Life Academy, many of which are very familiar because I have either done them, in fact, I've probably done all of them, and I still manage my mind on purpose around them too. And when we're going to put these examples, thoughts into three categories, we've got thoughts about food. In fact, I've got one example from each category. So we've got thoughts about food, thoughts about self, 
and thoughts about our life. And actually, you'll see that they all cross over and sort of intermingle with each other. But anyway, it's truly imperative to address all three thoughts about your food, thoughts about yourself and thoughts about your life when it comes to creating permanent weight management, which is what I want for you all. So let's start with food. And we're going to address a thought that maybe sort of you may consider to be harmless, which is I don't want to have to give up the foods that I enjoy. Okay, let me say that again. I don't want to have to give up the foods that I enjoy. And I want you to start with this thought because I think that so many of us think it, believe it, and it keeps many of us from moving forward on our weight loss journey, whether we consider that to be getting started or we consider it's we're maybe a little bit stuck. I want you to consider that you never have the luxury of waiting to get started on your weight loss journey. You are not waiting to get on the bus or the train. You are already on it and it's already moving. That bus or train journey is your life and the days and weeks and months and years will continue to pass whether you are working at creating the relationship with food that you want or not. And all of us only have one life. So please don't spend time waiting to be the person that you want to be in the life that you want to have. And I don't say that because I want you to judge yourself in any way. In fact, it's the opposite. It's totally the opposite. It's about accepting yourself as you are whilst enjoying steps to become even more of who you want to be. Showing up as the version of me that I want to be whilst not judging myself for being the person that I think I am is my daily work. And that is a beautiful thing. Learning to appreciate yourself as you are whilst you become the person you want to be is not easy work because we're so conditioned to judge ourselves. But I promise you it is worth it. Okay, just a little side note there. Let's bring this back to what we're talking about. The thought I don't want to have to give up the foods that I enjoy. And I could do a whole podcast episode on this thought alone. So the first thing is to be aware that you're thinking this thought. Now, you may not consciously hear this as a thought. A thought is a sentence in your mind. You may be aware of a feeling. You may be aware of feeling deprived or feeling confused or feeling conflicted. Maybe when you're planning what you're going to eat. You may just have a sense that you cannot eat the way that you want to eat. And that's really understandable, isn't it? We can all understand why we might be thinking that way. But the first thing I want you to think about is some version of this thought and how it is showing up in your life. I encourage all of you to answer this question. Even those of you who have been listening to this podcast for a while or who are in the Lose Weight Live Life Academy who think that you don't think this way anymore, ask yourself, how is it true that I still have some thoughts aligned with this way of thinking that I'm not able to eat the things I want to eat in order to lose weight? Okay, so first of all, you're going to be aware of that thought. Now I want you to dig in and really understand what it is that is going on for you when you have some version of that thought. So number two is understanding this thought and truly seeing it for what it is. So the thought again, I don't want to have to give up the foods that I enjoy. It seems like such a reasonable thought. You're likely listening to this podcast because you're a different weight to the weight that you want to be. And it would seem very reasonable that you think in order to lose weight, you have to stop eating foods that you enjoy. And this thinking will have been very much fueled by previous diet experiences. But let's break this thought down. First, as a grown human adult, you do not have to do anything that you don't want to do. Secondly, you don't have to give up any food that you truly enjoy in order to lose weight. If you love ice cream, you can lose weight and still have ice cream. The same is true for chocolate, for crisps, for biscuits, for cake, for wine, for gin and tonic. You don't have to give up any foods and drink that you enjoy to be the weight that you want to be. 
But if we think about it, most of us who are overweight aren't overweight because we eat food purely for the pleasure it gives us. Most of us are overweight because we eat to feel better. We eat when we're bored, when we've got through a stressful meeting at work, when we're celebrating, when we're feeling negative emotion that we, we don't know what to do with it, when we've had a hard day and want to use food to relax or treat or reward ourselves. All of these types of eating are not us eating food purely for the enjoyment of the food. It's us eating food to help us to feel better about ourselves and our lives. And that's also very useful to know and it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with us. It's a way that we humans have evolved in the world in which we live today. Okay, so this is what it looks like to see this thought for what it is. Okay, that was step number two. It's understanding that the reason that we're eating, the reason that we're overeating, the reason that we are emotionally eating isn't because we absolutely desire all of the foods that we tend to eat for emotional reasons and that we overeat. So step number three is to find an upgraded thought. This looks like you noticing when you think the thought, I don't want to have to give up the foods that I enjoy and saying to yourself, okay, brain, I see you. I get why you're thinking that way, brain, but it's okay. We don't have to give up foods that we enjoy in order to lose weight. What I want you to remember, brain, is that we get to discover which foods we truly enjoy and think about how we want to eat them. We get to think about the person we're becoming, the person who is the weight we want to be, who has the relationship with food that we want. And we get to decide how we, because we already are that person, choose to eat the foods that give us the most pleasure and how we want to incorporate them into our life in a way that enables us both to lose weight and then be the weight that we want to be. Okay, so that was a bit of a long conversation, but I just wanted you to see how talking back to yourself, how talking to your brain in a way that is, you know, compassionate, but also purposeful, how it can be a useful thing to do. And I really would encourage you to have these conversations with yourself, but I also want you to think of a distinct thought upgrade too. So in this case, what might that look like? That might look like you choosing to think, when I think, I don't want to have to give up the foods that I enjoy. It might be that you upgrading that thought to, I always get to choose what I eat. It's simple. I always get to choose what I eat because I promise you that is the simple truth. Okay, so the last point, number four, is about noticing the difference this makes as you go about applying this new thought to your life. When you notice yourself feeling lack or deprivation because you're thinking you can't have what you want, and you pause and take a deep breath and remind yourself that you always get to choose, you will notice a shift in your energy. And that shift might be from deprivation and lack to empowered and free, for example. It will be different for each and every one of you, but I want you to ask, notice that shift in energy. And I want you to, when you do notice that shift in energy, that change, I want you to celebrate and appreciate yourself because guess what? Celebrating and appreciating yourself feels good. Your brain likes that and it's going to want to innately do more of what feels good. Okay, so a caveat before I move on to the next example. When you've spent years and decades on and off diets telling yourself that you cannot have what you want and then you start to tell yourself you can have what you want, you may notice a period of thinking that you want all of the things and that's okay. Allow yourself to go through that cycle of eating all the things you think you want because you'll discover that you don't actually want all of them because either they don't taste as good as you thought they would or you don't like how they feel in your body or you don't like the results they create on the scale. You'll see that you want to eat foods that you want that also give you the results you want, not foods that you think you want but don't give you the results that you want. Right. 
Let's move on to another example. Let's move on to an example about a thought that you may have about yourself. How about this one? I don't trust myself. How do you know if you're having this thought if it's not immediately obvious? Well, you may feel fear or doubt or overwhelm, or you may feel some aspect of compare and despair around hearing of others' results and feeling that you're not as capable in some way. So first think about how this might be showing up for you. It might be that you don't trust yourself to keep going when you don't see the results that you want. You might be thinking, I don't trust myself to eat what I put on the plan. Or you might be thinking, I don't trust myself to not self-sabotage. There are lots of different versions of this thought. So what does it look like to understand the thought and see it for what it is? Well, it looks like you allowing yourself to feel the discomfort enough for you to understand the thought, okay? So it's about being curious when you feel that fear or doubt or disbelief or overwhelm. The version of it that comes with overwhelm might be, I don't trust myself to do this, or I don't trust myself to know what to do. When we have a version of a thought that is not trusting ourselves, it usually comes from our past experiences. And when it comes to food, it's often our past diet experiences that have led us to thinking that maybe there is a right or a wrong way to do things. And when we're repeatedly, we've done things previously that we consider to be wrong or we failed, then we create less and less and less trust in ourselves until we end up being in a spin and going around in circles, seeking what we think will be the solution to fix us. Okay, so this is it's very understandable how we can get to this point where we don't trust ourselves around our eating, our relationship with food. So figure out your version of this thought, how this relates to you first, and then I want you to know that you do not need fixing. There is no solution out there to help you, and you have everything you need to build trust with yourself within you. When you have a version of the thought, I don't trust myself, I want you to get very specific about what it is you lack trust in. If you say, I don't trust myself to do this, what is this? What do you mean when you say to do this? Is it lose weight? Is it follow the plan? Once you have your answer, I want you to break it down even further. If it is, I don't trust myself to lose weight, again, ask yourself, what exactly do I mean by that? Do I mean I don't trust myself to lose four stone within the next eight months and never regain it? Or is it that I don't trust myself to lose a pound this week? Our brain loves to generalise and apply generalised thinking to lots of areas. And when we narrow down our thinking, it's easier to upgrade it. So in a similar fashion, if you don't trust yourself to follow your food plan, is it that you don't trust yourself to follow it during the afternoon when you tend to have an unplanned snack? Is it that you don't trust yourself after dinner in the evening? Or is it that you don't trust yourself at the weekend? Again, get specific. Then once you're specific, you can do the work of upgrading your thinking. And here are some suggestions. When you think I don't trust myself to eat what I planned at the weekend, you might want to upgrade that thought to I've nailed how I want to eat during the week and I'm figuring out how I want to eat at the weekend. When you think I don't trust myself not to quit when I eat according to my plan and the numbers on the scale go, don't go down, you might want to upgrade that thought to I'm learning how to manage my mind when my body doesn't release weight in the timescales I expect. And then again, the last point, when you do that work, when you recognize that you have created a small mindset shift, notice the difference in how it feels in your body and celebrate and appreciate yourself for doing this work. Okay, the last example is where we consider thoughts about our life. The thought I want to explore is, and it often shows up as something like, I deserve a treat, but it could also be, I want to relax, 
I deserve a break, I want time for me, also all sorts of little variances of that. Again, these are all really common thoughts. They are variations of the underlying thought that our day or our week or a portion of our day or our week was hard or full on or no fun. We have these thoughts about wanting to have something to eat to feel better because we're permanently on the go. From working to taking care of the family or taking care of the home or planning social events, we rarely stop in the world in which we live today. We don't stop to just be with ourselves. Often the only time we stop is to eat. Or it might be that we check our phone. You know, what's going to be, we scroll through our phone. That's another way that we sometimes stop and take this sort of like little time out. But then we probably judge ourselves for doing that as well and tell ourselves we shouldn't do it. But eating, of course, we have to eat. We must eat. So oftentimes we get into a habit of using food as a chance to switch off our brain, to relax or to get a break. And it's no wonder that that is what we do to manage ourselves within our own lives. It makes sense. So how does this way of thinking show up in your life? Where in your life do you use food to take a break or to relax or to treat or to reward yourself? What is the thought that you think that fuels this behavior for you? I want you to create awareness of this thought, which is point number one, and then seek to understand it, point number two. So let's take the I deserve a treat thought. What does that even mean? Ask yourself if this is one that you relate to. Notice that there are two parts to this thought, the I deserve bit and the I treat bit. What do you mean when you say that you deserve a treat? Well, first of all, let's think about the deserving. What have you done that makes you deserving? Is it that you did a day's work? Is it that you ran around all day after your children? Is it that you took care of your elderly relative? Is it that you supported a friend through a crisis? There are two things here I want you to consider, and they may seem to contradict one another, but I promise that they don't. Number one, why does whatever it is that you've done make you deserving? Why are you deserving after a day at work? Why are you deserving after cleaning the house? The reason I want you to look at this is because often what we truly mean here is not that we are deserving, but that we have been experiencing negative emotion and we want the opportunity to stop feeling that negative emotion by eating. And sometimes it may not be a negative emotion. It could be an unwanted sensation, such as being physically tired. It might be that we're feeling depleted or frustrated or emotionally drained. And so we think that because we're feeling that way and we have suffered the experience of that negative emotion, we deserve to treat ourselves. This is such important work and it goes to highlight the relevance of why life coaching is so fundamental to help you create the relationship with food that you want. Because if you can pinpoint the emotion and pinpoint the thought that creates that negative emotion and address that thought, which is a few layers deeper than the one I deserve a treat, then you don't even have to address the treat and food part. You're really taking care of things at the causal level. So if in doing the awareness of the thought with this work, you uncover thoughts such as, I don't enjoy working for my new boss. I wish I didn't have to take care of this elderly relative. I wish my children didn't assume I'm free to drop everything and taxi them around whenever they want. It's really useful for you to understand that those are the thoughts that are creating the negative emotion that is leading you to feel frustrated or depleted that leads you to feel that you want to eat something to alleviate that feeling, that emotion, but you do so by telling yourself you deserve a treat. Once you understand all of that, then you can upgrade that thinking, then you get to feel better, then you don't feel depleted and deserving of the treat that you want to have, and then you don't end up wanting extra food to feel better. 
Okay, so in this example, when you think I deserve a treat, I would love you to consider upgrading that thought to, okay, let's figure out what is going on for me here. What do I need? How can I give time to figure this out? And one more thing, you don't need to be deserving to treat yourself. You can treat yourself whenever you want, just saying. And the final thing, if you truly want to create the relationship with food that you want so that you can be the weight that you want to be for life, how do you treat yourself in non-food ways? And or how do you treat yourself with food in such a way that it doesn't hinder what you truly want? That's also something that will be incredibly useful for you to consider and look at. And again, finally, when you do this work of becoming aware of these insignificant thoughts that you have about your life, when you unpick them to see what's going on for you, and then you upgrade them so that you feel differently, remember to congratulate and appreciate yourself for doing the work. Okay, so that is what I wanted to share with you today. If you enjoyed this episode, I also encourage you to check out episode number 64, which is called The Lies That We Tell, because I think there's some relevance and crossover there. Okay, everyone, I hope you have a great week and take care. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and are ready to live a more intentional life, lose weight as a part of that journey and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love, then I would be honored to have you join the Lose Weight Live Life Academy membership and coach with me. The program offers different levels of support to suit you, including self-paced learning, twice weekly calls, private coaching, an amazingly caring community, and lots more. Find out all the details about when and how you can join at www.thebestyou.coach forward slash coaching.